Okay, continuing the third installment, Tavshinayin Tess, Megillah Esther, and we are beginning Perek Ches Be'ezus Hashem. So, <coughs> last week we learned about Haman being hanged, and now we continue. Bayeimahu Nasan Amalekha Chashverish Lester Amalekha's base Haman Tzerer Hayudim. And that day, the king Achashverish gave Esther Amalka base Haman Tzerer Hayudim. That was one thing. Umardchai Balifne Hamelech Kigida Esther Mahula. And Mardchai now came before the king Kigida Esther Mahula. Esther told um, Achashverish what Mardchai was. To her. So the king removed his ring, which he had taken away from Haman, and he gave it now to Mordechai. So, um, so the, the guy explains over here that Haman had two things. If you remember in the beginning of Perek uh, Gimel, Haman was raised up in Godol b'mamayin, and also b'kavayin. And that was the mistake, as we mentioned last week, that when the king said, Manasa yikar u'gedula l'mardchalzeh, and when, uh, then when he said it over to uh, Haman, he only said yikar, because he already had all the money in the world. So here also, the king took the two things that he had given Haman, number one, the money, and number two, the covered, and he gave it to Mardchai. So base Haman is the money, and the tabas was the covered that he had the tabas of the melech. Those are the two matanas that um, <coughs> that um, that Achashverosh gave that Achashverosh gave to to Mardchai. And the Yosef of Lechach, Lechach points out that Kasher Zomam Kainosaloi. What Haman had planned to do, which was to kill the Jews, and Ushlalom Lavois, and that they should also be plundered. So Mida Keneged Mida, he was killed, and his house was given to Esther B'yayim Echad, and that's why it says B'yayim he said it should all be B'yayim Echad, that was what he wanted. So B'yayim on that same day that he was killed, is when Achashverosh gave Esther the base Haman, in order to be Mekayim, Kashazamam, Lassois, what he wanted to do is what ended up happening to him. So now, so the king has now, Achashverosh has now given uh, Mordechai these Mamoin and the, um, and the covered of the Tabas. So now the pastor continues, Vatoisef Esther Vatadabalifneamelech. What's Vatoisef Esther? Vatoisef means she continued, she added on. Because in last parak, when she was talking to Achashverosh, she said, She gave her whole sob story. So now she continued, And she came and she spoke in front of the king, There's a lot of drama here. A lot of drama that Esther's going on. We didn't find any of this drama the first time around. The first time, she seemed to be very calm. And she said, she said, uh, he said, what, uh, what, what do you want? Fatan, she answered. So she says, <coughs> excuse me, all these lishinas, all these different things, but we don't have all these things. Ra'as, 
So what's going on over here? What's 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 she getting all excited for? What changed that now Haman has been hanged? Mordechai has the house. She has the house with Mordechai. Uh, Mordechai has the ring. So what's her problem? Things seem to be doing unbelievable. Probably better than she thought. She wasn't just saved. She was just promoted, and Mordechai was promoted, and they got they replaced Haman. What's all this drama? So it's interesting because there's very few guys over here. The guy actually now, in this, not, not now, on, but in these next few psukim, he goes off more Bederich Remez, and he starts talking about davening, steps of davening, all different types of things he talks here. But the Yosef Lekach explains as follows, and he says like this. He says, he says that, um, that the, um, Achashverosh, what he wanted to do was as follows. Achashverosh and Hashem, and this is part of the Nate, says the Yosef Lekach, is that Achashverosh actually gave Esther and Mordechai much more than they asked for. All they asked for was that we don't want to be uh, killed. They didn't ask for any covet, any gdula, any money. They didn't ask for the tabas. They didn't ask for the base Haman. And yet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to show what the nace was over here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it that Achashverosh started throwing all these presents at them. But Esther misunderstood what was going on. And she said like this, usually when you ask the king for something, if he gives you something else, that means to say he doesn't plan on giving you what you want. In other words, the consolation prize. Here she asked that she should be saved and the nation should be saved. And instead, what does Achashverosh do? He says, here, take a house, take a ring, you know, take some covet and finish so she got extra nervous here that, it, okay, he took care of Haman, but he's not going to save Klal Yisrael. Vaharaya, what's he giving me things I didn't ask for? I didn't ask for any of these things. So again, this was really a godless denace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showered us with extra bracha, even things we didn't ask for. But she misunderstood it. So therefore, Vatayisif asked her, she's continuing, because she didn't feel that she was her the first time. She didn't get what she asked for. She was asking for her nation to be saved. So Vatayisif asked her, this is a continuation of what she had said before. But now, she, all this drama, she falls on the floor. Vatayif, can she cries, Vatishan and life, and she's begging him to get rid of Ra's Haman Ha'agogi Veis Machshavtoi Ashechosh Avalihudim. Because that part, she doesn't feel that she was answered. And in fact, if anything, she feels that he gave her extra consolation prizes because he doesn't plan on actually giving her what, uh, what she wants. So, Vatoymer, <clears throat> and she said, So I'm asking you, get, we have to retract all the Svarim, now remember, she asked for two things the first time around. There was Sinas and Libinaf, Bishelasi, Vamibe Vakoshazi, for herself and for Kla Yisrael. Here she talks very much about Kla Yisrael because she felt that Lagabi herself, Haman Achishverish, gave her this consolation prize. He'll save her, he gave her base Haman, Tabas, and finish. But what about the rest of Kla Yisrael? So she's begging him for this. She says, forget about me, but if I'm going to remain alive and everyone else, how am I going to be able to see what happens to Klai Yisrael? 
So that is this piece over here that you would think that the story, Esther should be so happy, and instead she has all this drama of being sad and crying because she felt that she wasn't Matzliach. So So the king Achashverish said to Esther Hamalka and to Mardchai HaYehudi. So the, uh, the Gain says, what's going on over here? So the Gain says, and the Yosef Lekach says it as well, he says, because he said it to Esther, but he really said it to Mardchai. Why? He said, because he was afraid. <laughs> this is Lashon. In a minute, he's going to say he can't really do what she wants. He has another Eitzah, and the reason he gave her the base Haman and the Tabas was all part of his plan. It was not an extra consolation prize. It was all part of his plan how he's going to make sure that the Jews will not be destroyed. But because he has, because he has a technical problem that you're not able to retract the letters. The problem was to explain all this to Esther. There was a lot of chishbainus that had to go on here. He said he was afraid to tell Esther that he can't take take back the ksav. He live She's going to continue to cry, and he's not even going to have a chance to explain what his plan is here. So he said, Esther, okay, slow down. Let me talk to Mordechai. Let me tell him a plan. I'll tell it to him, and that'll be masbit to you. What's going on? That's why Mordechai is thrown in over here. So he says, He says, look, I gave the base Haman to Esther, and I hung him on the tree, because, <coughs> So you write for the Jews, whatever you want, and you could sign it, you have the ring now, why? So, he's addressing. She was saying, let's get rid of I want you to retract that. And he's saying, I'm not going to do that. I can't do it. And that's the part that he, he can't handle with her about. So now, this Pasuk, there's a lot of, uh, we have to understand a lot of things here. There's a Machlaikas how to learn here. Rashi, if you look, and the Pasuk, Hinei Beis Haman, Rashi says, what was that Hakdama? Well, she said, take back the Svarim. So Achashverosh is going to say, I can't do it. What's this Hakdama? I gave Esther the Beis Haman, and I put him on the tree. So says Rashi, When everyone sees that I gave Beis Haman to you, and he was killed, Everyone sees that I'm very happy with the Jews. You're in good. So he was saying, anything you're going to say now in my name, everyone will believe it came from me because of Look, look what I'm doing. I just promoted Mardchai and Esther. So Rashi learns, therefore, she was telling Esther, you don't have to take back the letters. Write new ones. Why? Because the next Rashi ain't lahashiv, ain't Not that I'm not allowed to. Rashi learns not that I'm not allowed to. It's just not bakavadik. It's not nice. Vilasis ksav hamelech beziyof to go and say that that was a forgery. Haman made something up. That's not a nice thing. It's not good for the covet of the malchus. He says, but you don't need to do that. Everyone sees that you're. 
saying the truth. So write what you want and all the rest of them will end up in the garbage. But a retraction, that there was a mistake here. Haman made a ziyof in the name of Achashverosh that wasn't really true. So that, that Achashverosh says, hey, no, it's not the proper thing to do. So Rashi's learning here that it's not that he couldn't. He was just saying it's not something I want to do and you don't need it. Look, you're up and up. Everyone will believe everything you say. However, many of the other Rishayim argue on Rashi. And, um, and we start off over here before we get to the guy in the ice of Lekach. Really, the Ibn Ezra talks about this. And the Ibn Ezra has another question, and this is going to lead into a lot of the other technicalities here. The Ibn Ezra says he doesn't understand. The Chayra, why is it that um, Marduk is going to write in the letters that now the Jews have the right to kill out all their enemies? Instead of everyone killing them, they have the right to go kill their enemies. Fracti Ibn Ezra, why, why do you have to write that? Why just say, forget the whole business. Jews could save themselves or forget the whole war. Why did he need to write that the Jews should fight a war? Since when are we out to fight wars against the Gaim? They're supposed to kill us. So as long as they're not killing us, we should be happy. Why do we have to fight a war? That's the Ibn Ezra's question. Isn't it enough that they should be saved? So he says that he was a Chacham Gadol Mardchai. And he says, Achashverosh told him, do whatever you could do to creak out of these letters. Why? The first letters were written in my name and signed with my ring. Like the Pashib shot in the Pasuk. I can't. I can't take them back. Anything that's sent out of the name of the king, signed and sealed, that's law. That's the law over here in our kingdom. Now, so therefore, Mordechai has to work with the letters that are already existing, somehow give up a, you know, a beer Rashi on it to explain that it's not what it sounds like, it's different. So therefore, he wrote, he wrote like this, Do she'amelech tziva lohaman she'yamishna lamelech she'yichtoi v'shem hamelech this is the Ibn Ezra. We'll get to the guy in Yasef Lakach a minute. Ibn Ezra says that Mordechai wrote in the letters, you should know that Achashverosh told Haman to send out letters that the Jews should kill their enemies on the 13th of Adar. And Haman changed them. Haman hafach Adavar and said that the enemies should kill the Jews like the letters you got. So those letters that Haman sent out, he switched what the king really wanted them to say. So this is all Mordechai writing in the letters to make sense to people. And when the king found out what Haman did, he, put a, he, he killed him, he hanged him on a tree. This is a lie though either. Well, that's true. That was a lie either. Right. So Memela, Memela, that, says the Ibn Ezra, is how Mordechai worked around. The letters, meaning the theme of the letters, had to remain. Someone has to kill somebody. However, the way Mordechai was able to dray it was that instead of Goyim killing Jews like Haman did, Achashverosh really wanted it to be Jews killing Goyim, for whatever reason, right? And Haman switched it, Vaharaya, he's dead. And look, the king is telling us what to do. 
So the Benazu is giving us already a Pesach into what's going on over here. That you can't take back the letters, and therefore you have to work within the letters. And that's why it was necessary for Mardchai to say the Jews could kill their enemies. So the guy in the ice of Lekach, if you remember way back, way back from in Perek, uh, um, in Perek where? In Perek Dalit, I th- uh, Gimel, end of Gimel, I think. Um, yeah. So over there, it says when the original letters went out, Pasuk Gimel, Perek Gimel, Pasuk Gimel, um, it said, in Pasuk Yibay, it says, he wrote it B'Shem HaMelech, and then he says that it was sent out, B'Riyad HaRatzim HaKol Medina HaMelech, L'Hashmi L'Ar Galabed Iskola Yehudim B'Yoymechad, to kill them all. Pasuk Yidal said, Pasuk Yidal said, L'Hashmi L'Ar Galabed Iskola Yehudim B'Yoymechad, to kill them all. Pasuk Yidal said, There was a message sent out, to be G'Alui L'Chol Amim. it should be public to everyone, to be ready for that day. So the guy in the Yais of Lekach learned over there that Haman sent out really two sets of letters. The first letter he sent out was the one that was Gali Lechalamim. That was Pashev Genexov. That was Gali Lechalamim. Everyone should know to be ready for that day. He didn't give any specifics. And he says because Haman was afraid, um, Haman was afraid to write Befarhesia, to write clearly that they'd be ready to kill the Jews. He says, why? Because it's a whole year away. It's a whole year away till the next, or almost 12 months away from Nisan till Adar, right? In that time, the Jews have many avenues of trying to stop this Gezeira. He didn't want to give them the time to do that. So therefore, he, um, therefore, he couldn't write Beferish in the letters that everyone knows that we're going to kill the Jews. At the same time, he didn't want it to be a last-minute thing because he wanted them, everybody, to be ready for a big war so it should be done in one day. So he sent out, It's going to be a big war. Everybody be ready for it. That's what he sent out to the um, to, to Goli, to the regular people. However, the first letter was sent out to the Akashtarpanim. Those were sent out to the leaders, the governors, the mayors, the people in charge, they needed to know, well, what are we doing? To them, he sent private letters that said, by the way, you know what I mean? I mean the Jews. Um, That's what he sent to them. So now, so we're really dealing with two different letters over here that Mardchai has to deal with. So now, so, (coughs) what happened? The king told him, V'atem kisvu al-Yehudim katoiv v'neichem. So, says the, says the Goyen, that in the Pasheg and Aksav, that said, Liois Asidim Layoim Hazer, so the Pasuk's going to say, um, if you look and we'll jump ahead for a moment to Pasuk Yud Gimel in our parak here, Pasheg and Aksav, Linos Indos Bechal Medina Medina Goli Lechalo Amim, that sounds very similar to the original Pasuk, Pasheg and Aksav, except he added in one word, Viliois so he was able to be magia and add an extra word in. By the way, this Pshashag and Aksaf, we're sending out the same thing, but there's one word missing. Not Leo Sasidim Layaimazah. 
Again, to take it back, he wasn't able to take it back. But he was able to throw in one extra word. We left out a word. A word. So in that way, he was able to change what was going on. Now, what about the ksav to the um, to all of the private ksav to the governors him? So, what did he do with them? So he says. So the guy says um, that he told them that um, Haman. He told them the whole story that Haman tricked Achashverosh and it was one big mistake. But he says the guy says if he would write that publicly, this whole story about Haman make like the Ben Ezra said it was a mistake. He changed it. People don't see that so clearly. Maybe we should listen to who says. Well, maybe someone else will come around and change it. People get confused. So therefore, to the public, he left things very simple. He told them, listen, those first letters you got, Haman, the whole thing is one big mistake. Haman... Haman uh, changed what the king wanted, and therefore it's really the Jews to fight against the, the against the Goyim, to kill them out. Now, the end... Not changing. So the, the, the private letter. So that's a question. Is very good. The machloik is the guy in the yes of Lekach if he was allowed to change that letter or not. If he was allowed to change that letter too, they seem to each connate to drop differently. The the the, the of Lekach seems to hold that. Um, the yes of Lekach seems to hold that. I'm trying to remember which way it was. The yes of Lekach holds that. He didn't have to be mavatal them. They were automatically bottled with the new letters. And the guy seems yeah, that he had to work yeah, with it. No, they both did. They both did. But the Yaz of Lekach just seems to learn that a ksav like that to the private, even Tabas HaMelech, didn't have such a chamiris that you couldn't change. Since Mardchai sent out, it's talking about the Jews, that thing is bottled on its own. The Gain seems to dray it that he had to deal with those letters too. And he had for fa'enfrizach up, like the Ibn Ezra said. He had to fa'enfrizach up what's pshad in those letters. He couldn't just be mavatal them. He had to say that Haman tricked the king, like the Ibn Ezra said. And really, those letters are originally supposed to say, Jews kill Goyim. Haman changed it to Goyim kill Jews. Because the Goyim seems to learn, he had, even in those letters, he had to work with it, not just to be mavatalit. Mashegin the Yitzhav Lekach seems to learn, it was automatically bottled as long as it wasn't public letters. So each one had to raise it their way. But that's the problem over here. Okay, so that's what, that's, and that's going to answer, as we'll see, a few things throughout the Psukim, why Mordechai wrote all these things because he had to deal with the existing letters. There was only so much he was able to drag. So let's see. Pasuk test. Vayikaru seifri ha-melech bo-esahi. He called the seifri ha-melech bo-esahi at that time. What's bo-esahi? Ba-chaydash ha-shlishi hu-chaydash sivan. The third month, which is chaydash sivan, bishloisha ve-esrim bai. On the 23rd day of the month. So slow down. We just jumped. Uh, time. We were just on Yud Zion Nisan. I'm um, sorry, uh, we were just on Tez Zion Nisan, right? Tez Zion Nisan was after the three days. Tez Zion Nisan, the second day of Pesach, Haman was killed. Pashas, Tez Zion, Yud Zion, Machlaik is in the Rishayim, but we're in Nisan, right? And all of a sudden, Bo'esahi at that time, we're now at the 23rd day of Sivan. How we get to the 23rd day of Sivan? Okay, let's see. 
sent these out on the 23rd day, and all the psukim here, to kill everyone, so he's sending out these letters on the 23rd day of Sivan. What is going on over here? Why did he wait till the 23rd day of Sivan? So now, there's another Machlaikus Rishayim over here. The Yisav Lechak brings the Ralbag. When did Haman get hung? Either Tezayin, Pashas Tezayin Nisan. So 70 days later. 70? 70 days later is Chav Gimel. Um, from when he said Tzluhu Yeah. Okay, no, not from, tw- it's 67, 70 days later from Yud Gimel, Yud Gimel to Chav Gimel, 70 days. So it's 67 days from when Haman is killed. How, Pash this. How yeah, long after Achishverus told him that he should be on? It was 67 days. He was hanging that day. Uh, Tzluhu Allah, Vayisu Haman Eitz, Hashem Eitz, Yeah. So now, so the Rabbag says over here that even though the king gave um, Mordechai, in the beginning of the parak, he gave him the godless on that day, and, and, in, in Nisan, because it says, like we pointed out, it was that day. But if you'll notice, and if it's, I guess if it's a little bit good here, because, um, no, I'm sorry, it doesn't fit so well. So, um, however, he says, the next pasuk of Atosef Esther, oh, it does fit well, I'm sorry. Um, it says, the first, because the first two psukim in the parak. We're on that day. And then if you notice, there's a, there's a parsha there. It's, it's a, there's a stuma. It changes, um, right? There's a space between the next few psukim. I don't know if you have it in, uh, in the art school. I didn't have it. In Pasuk Beis and Gimel in the Megillah, there's a space. There's a half-sick parsha there. It's a stuma. So it's like a new parsha. So Vataisa Esther says the Rabbag, you know why? Esther waited till Chaf Gimel Siva until that pasuk to come and ask for the letters to be taken back. And the Rabbag says, why? Because first of all, she wanted... Um, she wanted Akashverish to calm down a little more before she makes her next re- next request. That's what Rabag says. So therefore, nothing really happened. All these stuff that all these psukim from Basak Gimel and Ad, Taka happened on Chav Gimel Sivan. So immediately on Chav Gimel Sivan, Mardchai sent out the letters. Did it take time to, to be the first of the Amongst Dead? So one second, we'll get to that. So now, the um the but this all happened in Shushan, right? In Shushan it could have happened immediately. Right? Were, right. At some point, somehow. So let's see. So Zakti Yosef Lakach and the guy, and they both argue. And so Lakach says, I don't know what's going on over here. First of all, it says, V'chamas HaMalach Shachaka. The Pasuk before says he was calm. So if he's calm, so he's calmed down. Why do you have to wait 70 days for him to calm down? It says he's calm. Number two, the opposite is true. Most people say, he says, Murgala Bipuma Da Inchi. People say, while it's still hot, hit it. You know what I mean? You don't wait around for things to change. If you have a Pesach, get, take it now. He's happy. He's doing good things. So they argue. And they say no. And the other problem is also, the th- another question is, in Pasuk Tezvav, um, after this it says, <laughs> He was dressed, That happened on the first day when Mardchai got based Haman and, uh, and he was Megadal him. So according to the Rabbag, the Psukim are jumping here. The first two Psukim are in Nisan, then you switch to Sivan, and then you have to say that uh, they went back, they were going back. So they're very bothered by these questions. So says the Yosef Lekach and the Gain, they learn no. 
Avada, everything happened on everything happened on Yud Zayin Nisan. Tez Zayin Nisan is when Esther came here and they said, and the king said, do whatever you want. So why did he wait? Why did he wait? So the guy says, the first reason he waited is, The thing is like this. You have the set of runners that are going out. And they're, send, they're all going out with these messages. Right? That what? Which messages? These were sent out three days ago by Haman to kill all the Jews. Right? Now three days later, you're going to send out a new set of messages. So my omehai mehai, like why should we believe one over the others? Who knows, maybe one's a lie. It's not good. It's very lot of, can cause a lot of confusion. So says the, says the guy, but what happens if you send out the original messengers with a new letter? So then you'll say, okay, they came back and things changed. This is the new letter. If you send different messengers, so you say something's going on in Washington, and there's mixed messages. This guy's sending out this piece of new fake news. This guy's sending out this, 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 and this. We don't know what to believe. But if you send out the same people, so you say they came back. So therefore, he made it. took 70 days for the Ratzim to come back. Haman's original shluchim, they had to go to 127 Medinas. They got to go all over the place. So by the time they came back, they came back, it was Chaf Gimel Sivan. So now, so Mardchai says, we have to wait for these to come back, because if not, it's not going to work. So he waited for those runners to come back, so no one should say, it's Sheker, he brings the Gemara Bavakama. My chazis to Tzai Silahani. The Gemara talks about, by Eidei HaKchosh over there, two Eidim contradict each other, two, two sets of witnesses. So you say, by Eidim Zaymim over there, why should you believe one over the other. What's what, Just because one came second? That's not a raya. So therefore he waited so it should be the same shluchim. It was all part, part of his chachma that it should be the same one so that people should believe it. That's number one. V'oid says the goyin kadesh yachzu b'tshuva oisam shivim yom. Klai Yisrael needed to do tshuva. And this is part of the whole story of this Megillah because the Gemara Megillah tells us that really HaKadosh Baruch Hu never really planned on destroying Klai Yisrael. It was a gzera to scare Klai Yisrael mibachutz. In other words, we should be scared. And the biggest riot to that is, the biggest riot to that is, that what's happening? The gzera is over. Right? Three days after it started, the Gzair is over. Haman is gone. Mardchai has the Tabas. He can do what he wants. What's happening out in Timbuktu? All of a sudden, on, uh, you know, Nisan, right? Ear. Rishchaydish Ear, some Medina, they get a letter from ha- that Haman says, the Jews are all going to be killed. What happens? They get all scared. What are you scared about? Really? The whole thing is a fake. What, Hashem Stam tried to play with us? They scare us when th- something's not real? The terrorists is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this whole Gzair was to bring us to Tshuva. So, even if it's a mistake at the moment, because the Gzeira is really over. In Shushan, they were Mavatal the Gzeira, but Klai Yisrael, through the rest of the 127 Medinas, also need to do tshuva. So when are they doing their tshuva? They're doing their tshuva in the next 70 days, any time, any place the Gzeira comes. And if you remember, it says, it says right away in the beginning, in Parak Dalit, that when Mardchai went out, and he screams, screams, The next passage says, As it came, Nobody did any hishtadlis, like we said. Everyone just did tshuva, tshuva, tshuva. And really, at that point, there was no gzeira. It was all HaKadosh Baruch Hu trying to scare us, to get us to do tshuva. So therefore, says the guy, so it was nothing. It was not in the beginning. It was not back in the beginning. But well, we only needed three days. Who Hashem? Hashem. Right, but in, in this world it was not back because Haman had the Xerah. 
Now, not every person did 70 days, because it depends when you got the message, but Kala Yisrael as a whole did tshuva for 70 days. Keneged ashivim shana shahaya begolos. Keneged the 70 years, this is golos bovel here. Yoim l'shana, one day for every year. Vizeha yasayf hagolos, we're towards the end. So this was the kapara. So for 70 days, 70 days Klai Yisrael did tshuva. So Mordechai dafka waited. He dafka waited that Klai Yisrael should get the gzera and they should be able to do tshuva. So the tshuva of Klai Yisrael should be, should be complete. So that's these, uh, that's these 70 days. Now, and we get to the, just to add on to the next thing, the Pasuk says, um, um, in, when Haman sent them out in Perik Gimel, doesn't say that he sent them. He said just biyad haratzim, the runners. He didn't send them on horses, right? Now this time around, I think some of the Farshiyah shots say they pushed it were too tired, couldn't run anymore. They just ran for 70 days, right? There's a, what there's like a, you know, a mandatory you know, break for the pilot, you know, how long he has to sleep before the next trip. So he couldn't run anymore, so they had to go on horses. But the guy says, no. He didn't want them running. He wanted them to go much quicker with the horses. In other words, 70 days he waited for them to do tshuva. But the minute the 70 days was up, Everything after that, why should they have to worry more than they have to? So Adarabah, get there as quick as possible to be mavatel, to be mavatel the Gezerah. So that's the Reich V'yarechesh, Ha'achashronim and Aramachim. It's not just the Ratzim. It's the Ratzim Basusim, Reich V'yarechesh, Ha'am and Aramachim. In other words, they should go, they should go much quicker. Now, it didn't say, it just said in Gimel Yagimel, it says, B'nishlech Svarim B'yad Ha'ratzim, O'Kamadina Yisamelech. Ha'ratzim Yatsu D'chufim. The runners. They were runners. It doesn't have any horses over there. Now, the last thing over here is, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably finish off for today, is that there's a, um, there is a medrash that tells us in Parshas Vayechi that the 70 days that Mitzrayim was Misabel and Yaakov Avinu um, is connected the 70 days that Kla Yisrael was Bitzar and the Gzairah's Haman. Meaning somehow there's some connection that in some type of Pashat, Mepharshim learned it was a schus. The Goyim had a schus. They were Mechabed Yaakov Avinu for 70 days by being masped him. And uh, because of that, Haman's fear was in Klaus, although know, he was dead, but his fear was there for 70 days. Somehow that was a schus for them. It's hard to understand, Pashab Shatter, what the Kananim have to do with, uh, with uh, Shushan, with Haman, with Amalek. You have to figure that out. Some of the Mepharshim Medjus say, because Mitzrayim was like the biggest kingdom in the world then, so Mamela, it was all of the Goyim who were included in that covet. So therefore, the Goyim here had a schus that they had this fear that Klaiso was in fear of them for 70 days. But the, um, the Chsam Seifer, and this leads into Chsam uh, Seifer, we said, Last week at the Shir um, about Kriyas Hamigila, that Chassam Seifer says that these 70 days were for the Hespit of Daniel. Hespit of Daniel. Chassam Seifer said, um, we said to Chassam Seifer last week, that he said the real schus that Klai Yisrael had to be Nigal was the schus of the Hespit of Daniel. Just say Pekitzer. The, 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 um, the Chassam Seifer says there were three days and three nights in Shushan that were fasting and, and davening.
So he says, really a tiny sibor, a public flask in the days of Chazal, when they did it for rain and different types of things, they would gather in the shul and they would daven. It was only by daytime. It was the daytime. At night, other rabbis, there's a hatar malacha at night, you could work at night, even if you fast, but it, is, it was by day. Mashengini says, Hespedim are at night. Bochay sifke balaylot says in Eicha, Yemaspid at night. So Daniel was Hasach, according to one mandamar in the Gemara. He was the shliach between. Mardchai and Esther to say what's going on. Haman got news of it and he killed him. Asaf disappears in the middle of that conversation. So the Gemara says, going to one man to Amar. Haman killed him. He said he saw what was going on. He said he killed Hasach. So Mardchai had a problem. He had the Gadol Adar, uh, Daniel, Anavi, his Nifter, and, and, and we're in the middle of a tsara. How, how do we take care of both? So he said, in the daytime, that's where we're doing tshuva on the problem of Haman and the Gzeira. And at night, we're going to be Maspid Daniel. So the, the Chassam Seifer learns that Rabbi Nisham was not Makabal the Tshuva of the day. The day, the Pasuk says in Megillah, Negeat, reading the Megillah by day. Hashem, we called out, but at night, when we are Maspid Daniel, and we were Misoirit the Tshuva from Daniel's Petira, that's where HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered us from. From that. And Mordechai Hirgish says the Chassam Seifer, and therefore that's why he was Misakain, that you read the Megillah not only by day, because the Simcha is by day and the Mishnah is by day, and you may apurim but you have to read it at night too, not to forget that the nighttime hesbit of Daniel is what caused the Geula. And that's why there's no Simcha at night, says the Chassam Seifer. Because the Kriyas HaMegillah at night is Keneged Hespeid shel Daniel. You're giving a Hespid, you have Simcha, there's no Simcha at night. So therefore you only read the Megillah at night. Simcha's during the day, that's, that's Al-Talal and all the different things. That's how the Chassam Seifer learns. But in a different Shtikl, the Chassam Seifer says that these 70 days, Mardchai made sure, again, how he got the message out, I guess those net news spread a little bit differently, that Daniel had been nifter, and Kalai Yisrael for 70 days was Masbid Daniel, and he did not want to bring the Yeshua on this Gezeira or be Moidiyah them, the Yeshua until they finished being Masbid Daniel. Now, could be he understood because, like we said, in those three days, the Hasbid of Daniel worked in Shushan to get rid of the Gezeira and is a part of the Tshuva for Kalai Yisrael throughout everywhere they should continue to be Masbid Daniel. You have to figure out why 70 days. He has a shtickle to talk about that. Normally, you find Moshe and Aaron was 30 days. You don't find more than 30 days. A Hasbid. So he has a whole shtickle that talks about this 40 days of Yitzhiris Avlad. And then there's 30 days to be Masbid at Tzadik. There's, that's why there's 70. And there are Masbid Yaakov for 70. Keneged, those 30 plus 40. And therefore, that's why he felt Daniel also 70 days. No more than 70 days. So they were Masbid Daniel for 70 days. Once the Hasbid of Daniel was up, so then Mordechai sent down on Chav Gimel Sivan as quick as possible that they shouldn't be bitzar too much. He sent out these messages that Kla Yisrael should be ready and he sent out the change to the original Ksav to the, uh, to the officer saying that it was one big mistake that it's not the Goyim killing the Jews. Adarab it's the Jews killing the Goyim. And... Um, and um, and that is why he waited seventy days till Chav Gimel, Chav Gimel Sivan, and Be'ezus Hashem. We will have to continue next.